what up everybody i hope everybody's doing well um so i grew up um what year did the playstation one come out 2000 let me look it up let me look it up i usually look stuff up for the intro but this deserves a look up but the reason i'm talking about the playstation one the very first game i remember playing for playstation one was tekken 2 uh december 3rd 1994 so my uncle probably got one at some point in the 2000s. No, I'm an idiot. If it came out in 94 and, and the PlayStation came out in March 4th of 2000, he probably got one at some point in 95. No, because how old was I? Let me see when Tekken 2 was released. This is going to be a long intro. So let's say he got it around August of 95. The only reason I say that is because I believe when he got it, he got this game with it. And I remember I would, because you know how before, unlike today, the consoles, they eat the discs. Even when you have to place them, I still get kind of nervous that I'm breaking. But I broke his game and I, I, he also had Dragon Ball GT. I broke that one. I felt so bad. I feel so bad. <laughs> I felt so bad. I don't feel bad no more, but I felt so bad. Tekken 4 was released in July of 2001. That was so long ago, man. But the reason I'm talking about this is because Netflix just released Tekken Bloodlines. It's super good. You should go check that out. It's only like six episodes long, so check it out. I want to check out the Jamie Foxx Vampire Hunter 1 Day Shift. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure to follow me on on instagram punches in the mouth official and on twitter official underscore pitm i'm adrian have a great weekend i'm gonna be in san diego by the time you're listening to this wait no i probably won't be i'm probably be on my way but have a great day guys peace everybody episode 66 i cannot believe this oh my god can you guys believe it because i can't pretty cool stuff man pretty cool stuff last weekend we had pfl we had bare knuckle boxing we had alexander yusek versus anthony joshua and then of course ufc 278 this weekend it's a little it's a little it's a little dry it's a little dry of course, Bellator doesn't come back until almost the end of September. UFC is taking a rare week off as they get prepared to go to UFC France. Tied to Ibasa versus Sirogan. But there is MMA this weekend. The debut of one championship. Is it one FC? Or one? I think at this point it's one championship. It used to be called one FC. The debut of one championship on Amazon Prime with the rematch of, I want to say... Last time I called him Moriano, Adriano Moriano, but his name is Adriano Moises, takes on the GOAT himself, Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson, in a rematch. You know what's funny is that people say, oh, Demetrius is done, Demetrius is this, Demetrius is that. But I don't think a lot of people realize that in one, so 
they're technically flyweights, right? But in one, they fight at bantamweight. So, like, for example, Leon Edwards and Kamal Usman, they would have fought out at 180 pounds. They're still considered welterweights, but they just do that in one to help with weight cutting issues. So, technically, it's like if... Let me see here. The bantamweights in the UFC would fight at featherweight. To, it's too... Um, not put such of a weight cut on the body, which is smart. But so technically, he's fighting bigger fighters. You know, how do I know that that doesn't happen to Demetrius in the UFC if he were to fight at bantamweight, which is technically the weight class he's fighting at now, but it's still quote unquote flyweight. Tell me, how do I know? Well, Ben Askren is different because he used to fight. I think what happened with Ben Askren is that he had a really bad hip. And people, it's not that he kept it a secret, but it wasn't common knowledge. Like, people that had to know knew, and then people that didn't, didn't know. Like, fans didn't know, I think. Some media members didn't know, maybe some media members did. I knew Chatri Citrotong knew because he talked about it. He went on record saying something, don't quote me because I don't remember the exact quote, but he went on record saying, oh, the UFC got the short end of the straw with the quote-unquote trade Ben for Demetrius because one Ben was already retired two he had a bad hip so that's what he's saying on that like he knew but in the UFC's eyes because of Ben they got the knee from Masvidal which then led to the creation of the BMF belt because Nate Diaz was so impressed with that knockout hold on I had to burp sorry Nate Diaz was so impressed with the knockout and which led him to call out Jorge for the baddest motherfucker belt. Um, so I believe nobody's gotten the short end of the stick. I believe the, the, the trade came at the right place at the right time. Supposedly Joe Rogan had something to do with it. Because Demetrius still had fights left on his contract. And I believe Ben had fights left. But Ben just didn't want to fight anymore. Because at that point he was just circling around guys. And I'm telling you I think he knew about his bad hip. So. And he always said the only way I come back to MMA is to prove that if I was one of the best. And he says after going... Losing too straight, he clearly wasn't, so he didn't see a point in continuing fighting. Although, how old is Ben at this point? I, I'm on like a five-minute tangent about Ben, and it's not even in my notes. That's why I love doing this stuff, because it um I come up with stuff off the top of my head. But we'll get into the stuff of the show right now. So let's see how old Ben Askren is. Ben Askren. Ben is 38. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel he could still do it, like if he were to get into shape, but... If he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. Because I believe Nathan is 37. And so is Dominic. Nate. Yeah. yeah, Nate's 37. You know what's funny? Right now that I googled this. They make the refs and the judges um, a part of the stories now. Look. The referee and judges overseeing the upcoming UFC 279 main event between Hamza Chimaev and Nate Diaz have been selected by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Veteran referee Mark Goddard will serve as the third man in the octagon when Chimaev and Diaz clash in the five-round welterweight bout at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Goddard is widely considered one of the top referees in the sport after recently overseeing UFC main events such as Alexander Volkanovski vs. Max Holloway 3, Glover Teixeira vs. Yuri Prohaska, and Charles Oliveira vs. Justin Gaethje. Bro, bro, these are the judges. The judges selected by the commission include De- Derek Cleary, Sal Diamato, 
and Ron McCarthy. This Ron McCarthy guy, I'm suspicious of him, alright? The welterweight showdown happens as Diaz seeks to end his relationship with the UFC with only one fight remaining on his current contract. Uh, you guys already know all this other stuff. I don't need to go on that tangent right there, but that's funny that they make him part of the story. So we shall see, man. I wonder if Diaz is working with wrestlers. I know he has Nick Maximoff and a bunch of other good wrestlers in his camp, but I wonder if he would outsource. Because I did see his social media post. He's working a lot with Caesar Gracie this camp, so we'll see. But we shall see. Okay, let's get into the show. I'm sorry I went on that tangent. I'm just excited for one championship. I believe it's called one championship. So let's get into the show. We're already about 10 minutes in and I'm still on this tangent. Sorry about that. PFL recap. Let's go, baby. Kayla Harrison defeats Martina Jindrova. Brandon Lockhane defeats Chris Wade. That was a crazy fight. Larissa Pacheco defeats Olina Kolsnick. Bubba Jenkins defeats Ry Ryoji Kudo. Bro, these fights were amazing. I have a confession to make. I woke up late Saturday. I didn't see the fights live. I didn't see them until yesterday. Yesterday being Monday, because by the time you hear this, it's going to be Thursday. So yesterday being Monday, because right now it's Tuesday. But these fights were amazing. I already knew Kayla had one. I didn't know who won between Chris Wade and... No, that's not true. No, that is true. I didn't know who won between Chris Wade and Brandon Lockett. I knew Larissa won. And I knew Bubba Jenkins had one. Let's see, do they have the Champions Night ready to go? Let's see. No, they don't have it yet. They don't have the Champions Night ready to go yet, but that will be on November 25th. I can tell you right now that Larissa Pacheco versus Kayla Harrison is the main event. This is the best possible scenario for PFL, okay? Because this Larissa Pacheco girl, even though Kayla Harrison's 2-0 against her, this chick is scary and... I'm telling you, I don't know if Kayla could take a punch from her. I'm telling you. And then you'll be like, oh, well, Kayla will just take her down. Yeah, she's a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Good luck with that. But the, fir the first battle is the scale, right? Because this was supposed to happen last season and Larissa didn't make weight. So she got DQ'd from the final. So the first fight happens on November 24th, Thanksgiving Day, between the fighters and the scale. Like It's a very real thing. I mean, look at what happened to Charles. I know that's a special case, but case in point. The scale is a real thing, whether it's a malfunction, whether it's on the fighter, it's a real thing. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And then I don't, ha I don't have this up on the screen, but I heard Alexander Yusek defeated Anthony Joshua. A lot of people are saying they thought Joshua won that fight. I don't know. I didn't see it, but a lot of people are saying that they don't agree with the decision. Um, so that's cool. I don't know what's next for Joshua. If Deontay Wilder wins this fight on October 15th, I think they should fight because. For one, I think that's going to attract, um, ca I don't like saying the word casuals because it's like a negative connotation. I want to say, um, like a general fan. I like using the word general meaning like they're a fan, but like only if it's a big name. Like it's like casual just without the negative connotation. I feel you'd be like, Adrian, you're full of shit, bro. Just shut up. It's casual. Okay. Okay. But I'm telling you, I feel that we should like a general fan that fight will attract and then there's talks that Tyson Fury might come out of retirement to fight Alexander to unify the belt. I don't believe him at this point anymore. I love Tyson Fury and everything, but, like, it gets to a certain point, like, really, bro, come on. We know you're just trying to stay relevant at, uh, somewhere or another. And then Mike Perry defeats Michael Venom Page. I'm telling you, that surprised me. I'm surprised Michael Venom Page got knocked down. I guess Bare Knuckles is a different beast. <laughs> 
Bare knuckles, a different beast, bro. Bare knuckle. And then I'll get to Paulo in a little bit, but I like that he's showing Mike Perry some love by saying, "Hey, Jake Paul, fight my boy Mike Perry. Mike Perry fucking destroy you." That's basically what he said. I'm like, Jesus, bro. <laughs> we'll get to what Paulo said, like about him fighting Jake Paul in a little bit, but we'll get to that. What else? What else? Let's see here. I think we're going to recap UFC 278 at this point. Let's see here. Yep. UFC 278 recap. Let's go, man. Let's go. Leon Edwards defeats Kamar Usman. Paulo Costa defeats Luke Rock Huckhold. No, he calls him Luke. Luke Huckhold. The reason he calls him Huckhold is because the R for Brazilian makes the H sound like Royce Gracie is spelled Royce. So he calls him Luke Huckhold. Rob Dizbasha's really defeats Jose Aldo. Lucy Pudilova defeats Wu Yanan. And Tyson Pedro defeats Harry Huntsucker. And Marching Tibura defeats Alexander Romanov. Dude, this Alexander Romanov fight surprised me. I was like, dude, this guy's got it, man. My boy Romanov's got it. Good on Mar Marching, dog. Good on him. Tyson Pedro? That guy's an animal. Is he ranked? I hope he's ranked. Ooh, ooh, it's Tuesday. That means these pound-for-pound pound rankings are updated. Let's see. Dude, if Alexander Volkanovsky is not number one, I'm going to be pissed. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, I'm excited right now. Let's get ready. I haven't seen him. Have you guys seen him? you guys seen him? Don't tell me. Anymore. Let's see. Ready? Are we ready? I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Let's go. Let's go. Check out my boy, Alexander the Great, number one, pound for pound. Wait up, wait up. Hey, woo, good job, Alex. Alex, I know it doesn't mean anything coming from me, but you deserve it, my man. You deserve it. And let me tell you something. I don't care if Usman comes back and fucking 50-44 is Leon. He does not deserve to be number one. You know why? Because he lost his win streak. He lost his win streak. That doesn't apply to John Jones because John Jones hasn't lost. John Jones comes back, defeats, barely beats Francis. He gets to be number one because he has his win streak. Don't come at me, bro. And if you want, come at me. But that's my logic here because Usman got slapped, okay? And Nate Diaz's world, he lost for reals, okay? Alex, congratulations, brother. You're going to go down as one of the greats. I don't care what anybody says. Hey, that's fucking dope, man. Congratulations to Leon, number six, without being not ranked at all. He deserves it, too, because he has an impressive win streak himself. The only guys above him are, at this point, are Francis Ngannou. I believe he should be above Kamar Usman because I do understand Kamar was beating him, but Leon slept him. And then there's Charles, and then there's Israel. Now, if Alex were to lose, of course, you have to give it to Israel, right? So, let me see. Are these rankings updated? They have to be updated. They've, yeah, yeah, well, they already have Leon's picture as champion, so yeah. And you know what's crazy? Let me, oh, hold on, let me, okay. I was here to see Tyson Pedro, and then I got sidetracked. Hold on. Let me see. There's Glover, there's Jan, there's Magomed, there's Alexander... There's Anthony, there's Jamal, there's Dominic, there's Vulcan, there's 
Thiago, there's Paul, there's Nikita, there's Ryan. Bro, what weight class is he? Crime. Crime. Tyson Pedro should be ranked. If not, give him Dustin Jacoby or is it Jacoby at this point or Jacoby? No, it's Jacoby. And Jimmy Crew or Jimmy Crew or even Johnny Walker because Ryan Spann's about to fight Dominic Reyes. I guess at this point, Dominic just wanted a fight, so he's like, dude, give me whoever. And if Dom wins, I honestly think he should fight Vulcan Ozdemir again. But yeah, that's a crime, man. Tyson Pedro should be ranked. And I understand he's been out of the game for too long. How long have I been going? We're not even like halfway done with everything. Already 20 minutes in. So, this Lucy versus Wu fight, it was kind of crazy. There was nothing too special there. Although, I, I am a fan of this Lucy. Pudilova girl. Rob this watches really versus Jose Aldo. Can I tell you guys something? And I understand that you believe your fucking crap. So I gave Aldo the first round and then I gave him the second round. I understand Marab did more, but I thought Jose landed the harder shots even though they were far and in between. I thought they had more impact on the fight, so I had Jose up rounds one and two, and then I gave Marab round three. And then he, he went on Ariel's show yesterday and said that he believes Jose told him he was done in the cage. A lot of people are mad, and I'm inclined to agree with them. Like, what are you doing, dude? That's not your news to tell. That's Jose. What are we doing here? Dude, let me tell you, Jose can still compete with the best. He makes minor changes. He beats Marab. Paulo Bojashinha, the eraser Costa versus Luke Huckhold or Rockhold. I'm sorry. You know I love you, Luke. First of all, I need to apologize. Because I said it was a murder scene waiting to happen. That Paulo was going to run through Luke. I don't take back the fact that I said it was a murder scene waiting to happen. What I, what I want to apologize for is saying that it would be Paulo doing that to Luke. I meant it It could go either way. And that it was going to be violent. That's what I meant by that. So, Paulo Costa defeats Luke. First of all, fantastic fight. That fight was fantastic. If you don't like that fight, you don't like fighting. So, don't talk to me. Um... I have to go back and look at the low blow again, but after looking at the replays, it looks like it was a gut punch, not a low blow like they made it seem, and I believe Paulo just hurt him really bad. And poor Paulo thought he won the fight at that point. I'm like, eesh. And it sucks, right, because you have all this intensity while you're fighting, I would imagine, because I've never fought professionally, and I don't plan to, so don't. And then you, you, you're like, yes, I won. And then they tell you, no, 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 it's not over. And you're just like sitting there on the corner like, what the heck, bro? Like, what? I have to keep going? No, I want to keep going. So, Paulo Costa defeats Luke Rockhold. When Valid Ishmael was his manager, he told me he has two fights left. That was before the Marvin fight. So, once he fought Marvin, I'm like, okay, this is his last fight. But now supposedly he has one more fight. So I don't know who to believe. Valid is no longer his manager. It's now his girlfriend. I forgot her name. It's like Tamari or Tamina or something like that. But he has one fight left and he wants the winner of Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what do we want to see him fight Marvin Vittori again for? Paulo was injured in that fight. He was out of shape. And that's why that debacle happened. Like, if this Paulo showed up, it would be a different fight. This Paulo was so good. And let me tell you, Luke Rockhold's a big-ass motherfucker. I didn't know how big he was until I saw him in the cage. That dude is huge, okay? And Paulo took him down with these. You're going to tell me, oh, well, Luke's 37. I'm like, okay, I want to see him fight Marvin. If this Paulo Costa shows up, 
I want to see what this guy could do to Israel and to Marvin. Because if he's able to take Israel down, how do I know he can't hold him down for at least three rounds? Hmm? Tell me that. How do I know that because he had leg cramps and he drank too much wine to be able to sleep? Like, look at what happened to um Volkanovsky. You saw how he almost lost in the second max fight that we all thought Max won? He's like, dude, USADA came into my room and wanted some type of test and woke me up and I couldn't pee and I had to water load and then I had to go back to sleep and I couldn't go back to sleep. Like, there's these little things that we don't see that go on behind the scenes and we're like, oh, he's making excuses. But then he has that fight against Max, the third fight. How do I know the second fight between Paulo and Israel isn't different if this version of Paulo shows up? And I love Paulo. Don't think this is because uh, he's just saying that because he loves Paulo. But I do. I love Paulo a lot. Like, like, Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz, Hamza Chimaev. I love Paulo on that level because that guy makes me laugh. And and not because I think I'm, he, he's a jokester or nothing like that. Like, that guy generally makes me laugh. His Twitter is hilarious. If you have Twitter, go check that out. But... I'm telling you, like, this Paulo, this Paulo, this Paulo is dangerous. He's dangerous. And, like, Ariel asked him, he's like, Paulo, if you have all these weights, you're making 185. Why, why don't you just fight at 205? He goes, I can, but I feel like a monster at 185. When Paulo's locked in, that dude's one of the best in the world. And if you have not seen that Ariel interview, please go watch it. Watch the whole hour of it. It'll make your day. I watched, like... My favorite part is the last few minutes of it because they go over his um his tweets and like they talk about the secret juice. It makes you strong in jacket, okay? He means jack, but he says jacket. So leave him alone. It's funny. But yeah, man, so I think that's a good call out by Paulo. He says he's gonna be in France in two weeks, so we shall see. I hope he's there and I hope he tries to hop into the cage. That's what I'm hoping for. Um for Luke Rockhold, he retired. Luke, thanks for all the memories, brother. I've been watching since you were in Strike Force. I saw you win the belt at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. I wasn't there live, but I saw it on the TV. You guys want to know a secret? I didn't have Showtime back in the day. Don't tell no one. You know, I had a link. Let's leave it at that. I had a link. I don't want to be one of the reasons Strike Force had to be sold, okay? Don't tell nobody. Let's leave it at that. Leave it at that. Main event. Leon Rocky Edwards defeats Kamaru Usman. First of all, first of all, congratulations, Leon Edwards. And then second of all, this goes out to that guy. He got mad because I called him Mother Effort last week. I, he deserves it this week, though, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tell you wh- why. I'm going to tell you why. He tells me. This is what he tells me. I just list Nick and Nate as my two favorite fighters of all time. He goes, Nick's jiu-jitsu isn't that good. And he said Nate's jiu-jitsu isn't that good. He goes, he couldn't control Leon. All right, I almost said it there. All right, all right. So you're telling me Usman's wrestling isn't great, huh? He got mounted. He got his back taken by Leon. Huh? Huh? Now you're going to come at me and tell me, oh, well, Usman controlled him second, third round. Oh, yeah? Did Usman have a cut in 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 the in in the camp where he couldn't train for the last two weeks? Hmm. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. You can't, huh? Cause you don't know. Tell me. So congratulations, Leon. I've been waiting to say that all week since I saw that takedown. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. You almost got me. I almost said it again. 
but I didn't this time, okay? So let so let's go back to the fight before I get more angry. I use this as my therapy, leave me alone. <laughs> Was a minute less than a minute away from winning the fight, okay? So much so Henry Sahuro tells his manager, Ali Abdel Abziz, easy money. And Ali's there laughing. And then a minute later, the head kick that nobody saw coming. And I'm going to tell you something. Anthony Smith is the mat because he says he was setting that up. Did you see the leg kick? Did you see the leg kick? He was throwing that leg kick all night. And Usman thought the same thing was coming. And then he, he switched on him and bam. It, it, go watch the post fight show to see what I'm talking about. It's great. I hope Hamzan and Nate are on the floor and Nate uses his jiu-jitsu so I could tell someone like, Nate's jiu-jitsu isn't good, huh? Nate's jiu-jitsu isn't good, huh? He's going to laugh because he goes, hey, bro, I, I live around freeing your head off. Like, no, you don't. You just say things that piss me off. So, yeah, there's that. So, now this is what happens. Let's look at the rankings. If Nate Diaz wins, okay? Nate's not ranked, but let's look at the rankings. Kamar Usman is probably going to fight Leon again. Colby Covington will probably fight Hamza if Hamza defeats Diaz. I honestly believe that. There's rumors that Gilbert Burns is signed to fight Jorge Masvidal. They're trying to do that for December. <laughs> and then Ariel says yesterday they want to do Stephen Thompson versus Shavkat Ragmadov, which is absolutely insane. Don't do that. What the heck is wrong with you? I should hit up. Danny Rubinstein right now. Danny, is this true? I'll hit him up later. I'll let you guys know what he says. And then, and then, oh, and then Dana drops this at the press post-fight press conference. The Leech, Lee Ji Liang, will fight Tony Ferguson at UFC 277 at welterweight. El Kukui's coming back at welterweight. And he just got knocked out in May. I don't know about this, man. I don't know about this. I don't know. I'm still trying to hear about that Nate Diaz thing. I'm sorry, but I don't know about this, man. Tony Ferguson versus the Leech. The Leech is good, man. But on the flip side, if Tony wins, he's automatically in the top 15, in my opinion. So let's see. I believe if Hamza gets past Nate, he will fight. Have to fight Colby Covington. It's a hard fight. It's a hard fight, especially if he can't if he can't one shot Colby because Colby doesn't get tired. And Kobe will pressure, 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 take down. Pressure, 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 take down. Let me tell you something, too. Kobe doesn't stay stationary. And the only reason that head kick worked against Usman is because Usman kind of stayed stationary. I will tell you one thing. If Kobe fights Leon, I like Kobe's chances better than what I like Kamaru's. Because the thing is, Kamaru has fallen in love with his hand. Like, he doesn't wrestle as much as he used to. Kobe will wrestle him. And if Kobe fails, Kobe will try and try again. He's a D1 wrestler. So yeah, man, welterweight is like starting to get excited again. When I was younger, that's always been my favorite division with Nick out there, with GSP, with all of it. It's starting to get interesting again, man. Because it gets stagnant, right? Like if there's such a dominant champ. And another factoid here is Anderson Silva's 16th winning streak stays intact. If Kamaru would have won this fight, he ties him, but he lost, man. It's crazy, crazy. Let's move on. What a great episode so far, I feel. I don't know about you guys, but I feel it's great. Yeah, so we we went over Paulo's contract situation. We talked about Nate's victory at UFC 279, what it could mean. Well, not really. Like, let's say Nate beats Hamza. And, and then 
you put the UFC in a situation, right? Because no matter which way you slice it, Nate almost finished Leon. Kamaru didn't. Kamaru was coasting, right? But, like, even when Kamaru hit him, like, Nate, Leon never really looked hurt because Kamaru was doing a lot of body work. I understand Nate was getting dominated up until that minute, but the fact is Nate almost finished him. And Leon has come out and said, well, if Nate beat Tom's, I'll give him a title shot. But, and then it puts the UFC in a position of, okay, Nate, we want to do you and Leon next because Kamaru's going to be out for X amount of time. Wembley Stadium, come on. You know what Nate's probably going to do? I'm going to try to do Nate's voice. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, you know. I already beat that fool. I already beat that fool. I didn't lose for real. He lost for real. I, I almost finished him. He didn't, he didn't finish me. That If I go one more fight, I beat him. That was a horrible impression of Nate Diaz. I love Nate. I'm not making fun of Nate. But Nate will probably tell him, fuck you. I already beat him. I'm moving the fuck on. That's what he'll probably say to the UFC. If he beats Hamza Chimaev. Even if he doesn't, he's going to tell him, he's going to say, he didn't beat me. I didn't lose for reals because to him, losing for reals is getting tapped or knocked out. He's going to say, I didn't lose for reals. So <laughs> that'll be funny. Okay, what else is here? What else? I believe one championship on Amazon one. Adriano Moises will defend his title against Demetrius Johnson. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Nongu Gaya. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. Raw Tag is going to fight Savas Michaels or will that Nangu guy is going to fight Liam Harrison. Marcus Almeida will fight Kirli Grienko. Amir Abari will fight Muralo Kirli. And then Superlick will fight Walter Foncalves. Bro, I cannot wait for this. I understand. Like, I'm telling you, this weekend's MMA is a little dry. But we got this. It's a great fight. Great fight. I want to watch my boy Raw Tag. I sent the video of him getting punched by a guy and, like, him just making fun of him and dancing in front of him. I sent that to one of my homies. Like, bro, that's what happens when I hit them, bro. That's what they be doing to me. So that, that, that's, that was pretty funny. I'm excited for this, man. So... It's going to start here. They're fighting Sunday morning over there. So we're going to get here at like 7 o'clock. Exciting stuff, man. Exciting stuff. I'm going to be in San Diego, but it should be exciting. Let's look at what the rest of the year looks like, man. Okay. Let's start with the UFC. Oh, so we just had UFC 278. In two weeks, we have Ciro Gan versus Taitui Basa. And then you have UFC 279, which is Hamza Chimaya versus Nate Diaz. And then you have UFC Fight Night Sanhagen versus Song. And then you have UFC Fight Night Dern versus Yan, October 1st. Yan Shainan. And then you have UFC 280. Oh no, I'm sorry. Then you have the October 15th card, which is um, supposed to be headlined by Sean Strickland and, and Jared Cannonier. I believe it's going to be at the Apex. And then you have UFC 280. You have Charles Oliveira versus Islam Mahashev. Aljamain Sterling versus. TJ Dillashaw and Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley. And then you have October 29th, a fight night. I don't believe they have announced the main event for that yet. And then you have UFC 281 on November 12th, that is. Slated to be headlined by Israel Adesanya versus Alex Ferreira and co-main event. Carla Esparza versus Li Yang. Okay, there's something I want to say about this Carla Esparza fight. If Carla wins... If Carla wins, I said this to my uncle the other day. 
You have to consider her one of the goats. I don't care that the Rose Namajunas fight was boring. I don't care about that. She got her hand raised. I know I say a lot of this stuff like Nate's going to say, I didn't lose for reals, but the honest truth is it's a pugilistic sport. They have this these parameters, right? These rules that us as fans have to respect. If they say the other guy won, the other guy won. could be an opinion, but the history books is going to show that the other guy won. Understand? So if she beats Wei Li Yang, I believe she should be considered one of the one of the goats because she was the first strawweight champion. And if she beats her, she's gonna be the girl that beat her for the belt twice. And she could do it. It's gonna be a hard test for Carla, but I believe Carla can do it. And she stayed with it, right? Like she stayed with it. Like Marco says, oh, we know she didn't really beat Rose. Bullshit, bro. Her hand was raised that night. We move on. She's officially 2-0 against Rose Lama Eunice. So, that's what I got to say on that. If you agree with me, cool. If you don't, it's cool too. Let's look at Bellator's schedule. Right now, they only have three events. They have Henderson versus Queeley for September 23rd. And then they have Pitbull versus Borix for October 1st. And on October 29th, Adam Piccolati will fight Baranoni. I don't know who that is. And then I know for a fact that they're trying to work on Patriki Pitbull versus Usman and Magomedov for at some point in November. And then, of course, the Champions Night for PFL. I don't know what one's schedule looks like. And right now they have an event. So after this one, um, after this weekend's event, they have someone's calling me. I'm not going to answer them. So if you can hear that ringing, I do apologize. So they have one, so they have two, three. So they have four events scheduled until November 19th. Ooh, Yushin Okami? I like that guy. That's dope. That's cool, man. So we shall see. Um, The UFC has announced that they are going back to Brazil in January. So let's see what the UFC has to say. UFC, the world's premier mixed martial arts organization, today announced a groundbreaking shift in the media distribution of its live events in Brazil. One of the company's largest, fastest-growing markets. On January 1st, 2023, UFC will launch UFC Fight Pass in Brazil, a fully localized version of its pioneering combat sports streaming service, the direct-to-consumer digital service, will immediately become the ultimate destination in Brazil for UFC content featuring all live events, original programming, and largest combat sports library in the world, including every event in UFC history. UFC has also reached an agreement with Band, one of the largest TV broadcasters in Brazil, for free-to-air distribution of selective events and original content. Bypass, together with Band, will enable UFC to create a direct relationship with the fans in Brazil. E and they're gonna come back to Rio de Janeiro. Hunes, yeah, Hunes Arena. You know, this is what I think. You should do Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. And honestly, I don't know why you would have Glover fight Yuri. If this is truly going to be one of Glover's last fights, I understand he's the challenger. But if this is really going to happen, why would you guys try to do Glover versus Yuri in December? Why don't you have it in Brazil? And then... You have Paulo, assuming the winner is not to her and, and is able to fight by then. You have Paulo fight the winner of Marvin Vittori versus Robert Whitaker. What do you guys think about that, man? I think that's pretty cool. But that's just me. Are we done? I think we're done. 
We are dumb, my friends. Closing thoughts. PFL recap. Kayla Harrison moves on to the championship fights and she will fight. Larissa Pacheco is a crazy fight. That's the main event. If it's really on pay-per-view and it's not too expensive, you might want to check it out. That's going to be a good fight. UFC 278 recap. The fight isn't over until it's over. Congratulations, Leon. Can't wait to see what you do with the bell. I hope it ends up happening in Wembley Stadium like they're projecting it will be. One championship. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Paulo Costa's contract situation. Give him the winner of Marvin Vittorian. Robert Whitaker and let's see what happens. Do it in January in Brazil. Uh, Nate Diaz victory. Throws a monkey wrench into the UFC's plans. The rest of the year, it looks crazy, man. It looks crazy. Like I just said, stack it with Brazilians when the UFC returns to UFC Brazil. Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueiredo 4. Or Davison Figueiredo versus Brandon Moreno 4. Iri Prohaska versus Glover Teixeira 2. Paulo Costa versus the winner of Whitaker and Vittori. That's all I got for you guys. Remember, follow me on Instagram, Punch the Mouth Official, Twitter, Official underscore PITM. I'm Adrian. Have a good weekend, guys. I'm going to be in San Diego. Peace.